you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS in Pasadena for a morning of multilingual readings, interactive performances, and lots of kid fun. It's Super Fun Saturday on June 1st. Get your tickets at LAS.com slash events. LAS Studios. Today on the L.A. Report. Los Angeles County introduces you to a new vote center set up in an old retail space. New legislation calls on California to do a better job of counting a group now categorized as white. A lot of the times when organization health agencies try to collect data about the Middle East or African group, they don't have accurate information. And Southern California is getting another dose of rain. Good morning. It's Monday, February 26th. I'm Suzanne Watley, and you're listening to the L.A. Report from LAist 89.3. Early voting for the primary election is now open in Los Angeles County, and every ballot in the county will go through a single processing center. LAist's Kevin Tidmarsh tells you about the new facility. It's located in a former Fry's Electronics in the city of industry. The county's used the building before, but it has negotiated a long-term lease and fitted the facility with increased security and livestream cameras. But heads up, that doesn't mean election night results will come in any sooner, says L.A. County Registrar Dean Logan. We can't count the ballots until we actually have them. And so in California, the law allows for vote-by-mail ballots, for instance, to be mailed on Election Day as long as they're postmarked. Logan says it's equipped for even more ballots come November. For LAist 89.3, I'm Kevin Tidmarsh. A new bill in the Assembly would require state agencies to do a better job of counting Californians of Middle Eastern and North African descent. LAist correspondent Leslie Berestein-Rojas has more. The bill would require state departments and agencies that collect demographic data to include an ethnic category known as MENA. That stands for Middle East North Africa. Right now, Americans of MENA descent are counted simply as white. Amin Nash from the Arab American Civic Council in Anaheim says public agencies need better data to serve their needs in areas like education and social services. A lot of the times when organization health agencies try to collect data about the Middle East North African group, they don't have accurate information. The proposal is expected to be heard in committee next month. For LAist 89.3, I'm Leslie Berestein Rojas. Over the weekend at the 30th Annual Screen Actors Guild Awards, Oppenheimer dominated. Christopher Nolan's biopic won Best Performance by a cast in a motion picture. Killian Murphy stars and he won Best Actor. Co-star Robert Downey Jr. was named Best Supporting Actor. Lily Gladstone won the Best Lead Actress trophy for her role as Molly Burkhardt in Killers of the Flower Moon. The Native American actress says she's glad the story of the Osage Indian murders was brought to the screen. That's been the tremendous gift because we've known it, that our stories people connect with, people want to see, people want to see more of. So the fact that this film was made at all was a win. The fact that it was made the way that it was was a tremendous win and really feels like it's an historic moment. 
The Best Supporting Actress honors went to Davine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. In television, Succession won Best Ensemble Drama Cast for its fourth and final season. The Bear was named Best Ensemble Comedy Cast. Barbara Streisand was awarded this year's Lifetime Achievement Prize presented by Jennifer Aniston and Bradley Cooper. The SAG Awards are often seen as a predictor of who will win the Academy Awards, which are coming up March 10th. And just ahead here on Climate Monday, LAist takes a look at how stormwater is getting captured for use in our taps. The LAist Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAist.com sweeps. Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS for a morning of multilingual story times, interactive performances, art making, and lots of kid fun. Bring the whole fam and join us for a super fun Saturday at LAS in Pasadena on June 1st. Tickets at LAS.com slash events. See you there. Back now to the L.A. report. A Pacific storm system off the California coast will bring scattered showers and mountain snow to the Southland later today through early tomorrow. Showers are likely to begin this afternoon with only about a quarter inch in total expected. The snow level will start out at 7,000 feet tonight and lower to 6,000 feet by tomorrow, but forecasters don't expect more than about an inch of snow. And there are wind advisories posted for tonight in the Inland Empire and High Desert. Southern California has had millions of gallons of water flowing out into the ocean with all these storms in February. LAist's Jacob Margolis explains what's being done to capture runoff. The main capture tool is spreading grounds, basically wide open areas of sand and gravel along our concrete rivers that stormwater can flow onto and sink into underground reservoirs. The problem is there's not really any more land to make into these capture zones. So places like L.A. are exploring building subterranean capture areas in parks and encouraging residents to install things like swales in their yards or trenches that slow water down and let it sink in instead of flowing out into the street. So far, L.A. has captured more than 100,000 football fields worth of water this year. For L.A.S. 89.3, I'm Jacob Margolis. The roadway to Old Man's Beach in San Onofre was washed away in this month's major storms, and that means no easy car access to the storied surfing spot. Historian David Matuzak says the beach is world famous for its gentle rolling waves and an enduring spirit. What you find at San Onofre is that same 1960s aloha, that brotherhood of surfing. It's a place where you shared the waves and it was family in the water. He says San Onofre has lost about 70 feet of coastline to erosion over the last 40 years. State and local officials are working to rebuild the route, but no timeline has been given. You can go to LAist.com to read more about the San Onofre Beach history and the environmental challenges that it faces. you for listening to the LA Report. You can read more news at LAist.com or listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. The AM edition is hosted and produced by me, Suzanne Watley, with assistance from producer Tyler Wayne. Our engineer is Federico Garcia Rodriguez. Catherine Mailhouse is the director of content development. 
LAist's executive editor is Megan Garvey. Original music by Scott Kelly. Check back here at 4 for the PM edition. Listeners like you help make the LA Report possible. Please donate at laist.com join. And the LA Report is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. LAist has a new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We Are Where We Eat will go behind the scenes of some of your favorite LA restaurants to find out how and why they do what they do. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for the first event where we'll explore how restaurants help make a neighborhood and we'll all have something delicious to eat afterwards. It's May 22nd at the Crawford. Get your tickets now at LAist.com events.